What an episode we have here. Hey everyone, it is Yoel, the Jewish fitness coach. This episode we're going to be talking about why Jewish people should not be following any fad diet or any diet which has a label towards it. Please listen and implement this episode. It's going to be the most valuable thing you hear at the beginning of 2022. Hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome back to Jewish Health Podcast. First episode of 2022 what's an exciting 2021 it's been many episodes so you've got so much to catch up on if this is your first episode now this is the first episode actually where outside there is rain and i am doing this in my office and there is a window here so but this is the most one of the most important episodes i think i've done so far most informative one so far and actually it's a, re- a one you've got to listen to because there's going to be times and you probably see it on social media that you see loads of different uh, fad diets, especially at the new year. The new year you have it, um, especially in January, where companies are trying to sell you these products which are just not sustainable and they the marketing strategy works because they are selling so many and people believe it and they give up after a month, but that's how the company works. So. The rain has stopped, but just focus on what I'm saying. Ignore the rain. I don't know if you can even hear it. So I don't think, I think it's very light. And I think my editing software kind of does it well afterwards. But uh, this is a really important episode. And I'm not going to like name or list different diets, but it's going to be like the, the keto or any diet that's got a name to it. Like a special, I'm, I'm not going to go, I'm not even going to list names because it's just, I'm not here to give them any um, information for you to read but what it is is any of these diets basically take out any foods so you're taking out carbohydrates you're taking out um any snacks any foods got this type of thing in and what all you're doing is really under eating you're under restricting everything you're you're not having any foods really and you are in a calorie deficit and and i'm thinking well people think well is that not what you want is that not what you want to do when to lose weight i mean if these diets are just big calorie deficits, then why do they work? And this is the episode where, especially being Jewish, because I'm going from this approach, is why these diets, you should not be trying them. And there's a so much better sustainable approach, and you've got to listen. And I mean, if you're listening to me, you're lucky you, because there are so many people who are influenced by, they're following the wrong people, they're following the wrong businesses, who are just wanting your quick book, and they have thousands of their program, and they can put it really affordable. And it's you think you're lucky listening to me. I know that sounds quite confident. It's because I'm going to be telling you the right sustainable way, and you're going to be thanking me in the long run. Instead of I know a lot of people who tried this diets and they've given they've not they've never mentioned it after a month because it hasn't worked, and they go circles and circles and circles. And that's what I don't want you to do. So I'm going to explain in this podcast episode a bit more why it won't work for you as a Jewish person. Of course, <laughs> I mean of course for everyone. But I'm going to be giving examples on why and I want you to have an open mind to this and um so yeah but what I was before I go off topic about giving examples is I've gone I've I've lost my uh train of thoughts. Um I ha- I was listening to me before. Oh my gosh I've lost my train of thought. So what this what these um I think I don't know what I'm talking about. What these diets is they're you're restricting all these foods. So you are in a carry deficit. You are going to be losing weight and you'll be out thinking, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm losing weight. But what you're doing is you're not learning anything about food. And when you are under eating and when you are in a huge deficit, 
your body needs energy. And yes, of course you're going to lose weight because when you go to bed at night, you're, you, you have done what you need to do from a, from a carbs deficit perspective. But what will happen is at the weekend, you'll be craving these foods and then you'll be over, you'll probably have a meal for at dinner and you'll be like go on why not and then you eat and then you feel guilty for having that food and then what will happen is you're like i'll just i'll just start on monday and then over friday night you overconsume. on saturday night saturday day you overconsume, and sunday you overconsume because you just you said I'm going to go back on Monday and then by Monday throughout the whole week you, you, you've put all the calories back on and it's kind of pointless and you go in that circle 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 all the time and it's just not a fun circle to do so that's why one of the reasons why I don't think you should be doing any of these um, um, diets or diets with a name onto it and like from a Jewish perspective if you're Jewish and you have a friend at dinner or you go to a friend's house for the weekend or you celebrate festivals, you're going to be having carbohydrates every single Friday night. Holla. Every single Friday night. Or you're going to be having, in that meal, potatoes, um, vegetables, which <laughs> vegetables have carbohydrates in. It's, I don't know why vegetables, I don't know why carbohydrates shouldn't be something you're scared about. That's just, I don't know why that's a real thing. That shouldn't be a thing. Carbohydrates is good for you. It's energy. It helps you work out. It gives you energy. But what I'm saying is, if you're friend, let's say you do have color, you're, 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 you're going to be having food, carbohydrates, every single day for the rest of your life. So just for three, four weeks trying to achieve every single goal you have, why not actually learn to portion size? Or why don't you learn to actually, okay, this, this piece of color has got around it. X amount of calories. I'm going to have one, two slices. Because if you're doing these diets, you're going to feel guilty for having a piece of challah. And you shouldn't be feeling guilty for having something that you want and, and like. I get it. Maybe one week you're like trying to, you had a big weekend, a big week of food, and you may want to like just not have challah for your calorie sake. Fine. Then that's one week. But from every week, you should be, you should be having a piece of challah because it's tradition. And you shouldn't, you won't be feeling guilty for having that. So, it's really um, challenging. And when you just think about it, just going on from this topic is if you go to a friend's house, a wedding, a bar mitzvah, um, any celebration, rabbi's house, you have all these social pressures, just like at a festive event, you have pressures that everyone's eating food. There's lots of yummy food around. There's social pressures when you're watching everyone eat, have their seconds, people enjoying their foods, people asking you for seconds and like they've got loads of food. So they're like asking you like strictly, can you have seconds? It's just going to make you feel terrible that you, you either say, you say, um, yes, go on. You'll be like, yes, go on. And then you go in that circle again. Like what I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, like you're going to eat and then over consume and then you're going to feel like a failure. You may feel like a failure afterwards. And we don't want that because that's just going in the circle and circle and circle. And I feel sorry. Um, and I firstly, actually, I feel very grateful for myself that I've never really been not manipulated, but I've never, never really believed anything I've seen on social media. I've never done for that quick fix thing. Of course, I wanted to get results and I made mistakes, but I've never like done a complete diet because I've enjoyed my food so much. I'm never going to give up a food. And I'm so happy that that's helped me because you don't need to give up any type of food to achieve a goal. Yes, the, it'll be good for a few months to be disciplined, but it doesn't mean you have to cut out every single piece of food. 
and I've never I, it's something that I take for very I take something for granted and I appreciate it a lot because I know a lot of people struggle with that and it kind of causes long-term side effects of just unhealthy habits and it's from these small programs which try and make you lose fat so quickly and it kind of makes you scared of some foods and it shouldn't be like food's energy food is just a calorie like calories use a unit of measurement like it's just energy like one piece of food isn't going to make you fat and one food one piece of food isn't going to make you thin it's just a unit of energy and unfortunately because of people following these very restrictive diets it turns into long-term um problems and it's a real shame and that's why you shouldn't be doing it so you're probably thinking so what's the best way and the best way and this is the thing you've been sold that is very quick and it's very easy you don't have to do much hard work you just got to do this y and z and of course sometimes it works but it works for a month and you never do it again because it just you're back to square a because you've overconsumed and you feel like you failed for that but it's the hard work it's to learn more about foods, learn about what's got good proteins in, uh, what's calories in this, and exercising, working out, and of course you can track, of course you can have like a meal planner, a flexible meal planner, but during that time, over time, you'll be able to become more flexible. Even if you had a restrictive meal plan for like four to six weeks, during that time, you're going to be having a routine. And then once you build that routine, you can start being more flexible. So you can start adding food you like. You can start doing X, Y, and Z. But you're still not under-consuming or doing terrible diets. You're still having proper, proper food. You're having vegetables. You're having protein. You're having carbohydrates. You're having foods which are good for you, which are going to help you work out. And, I mean, this podcast is really helping you to teach you Uh, what you need to be doing but this episode especially is what you shouldn't be doing and you shouldn't be trying to do it for the quick fix and know it's kind of challenging to when marketing so perfect and they do it so well because they have millions of pounds to market it so i'll be shocked I'm, i'm not surprised I'm super not surprised they get so many people and influencers game marketing there. It's like, it's a whole money grabbing system, which I look, I completely get it because it works, but it's just a shame. The real best thing to do is unfollow any accounts which do promote any uh, diets with a name on it and do it your own way. Do your own research, hire a coach to do all the thinking for you. And that coach will help you become more flexible. Um, your diet shouldn't be so restrictive. Um, of course, building habits, routine could be essential at the beginning. So it will be a bit more, dis- you may be disciplined at the beginning, you may be a bit more challenging at the beginning. But over time, that coach will be able to build you some flexibility. That's why it's a long-term approach. And in six to 12 months time, you really have a good understanding of how all foods work. And over those six months time where you work with someone or you do understanding, you realize that food isn't bad for you and you should be having challah. You should be having, um, enjoying your foods at festivals. And that's just another topic. That's led me to Jewish festivals. If you were on a restrictive diet and you had Rosh Hashanah or you had Pesach, I mean, Pesach is just another topic in total because you don't have carbohydrates over Passover. So that's not probably the best example because I'm not going to argue with uh, with I'm not going to discuss um, a, a festival because that is part of the festival. So of course we're not going to have carbohydrates. So that's going to be a win for anyone who's a keto. Um, 
But for Rosh Hashanah or Hanukkah, where there is a lot more food, like having a donut isn't bad for you. Like if you're being able to, if you learned in a few months before that, leading across to it, and then you could have a donut and it'll still be in a carry target and you'll be still achieving your goal. Then when it comes to Hanukkah, you'll be like, yeah, I can have a donut today and I can have a donut in a few days and I'll still be tracking. I still won't feel terrible because it's not one, having one donut or two donuts doesn't make me fat. It's how many calories put, help, puts me on weight. There's no food that makes me fat. And that's going to be the mindset that you have. And it takes a while to build that mindset. Like it doesn't happen overnight, but the hard work's got to be done. You've got to do some learning. You've got to potentially hire someone or do some research on yourself and implementing it. The truth is, it's you're gonna have some ups and downs. Like when I was um when I was really restrictive, Friday night dinners was a huge challenge for me because I didn't know what to do. Like this was before I was a coach and when I was trying to gain experience, I was like, what do I do? Like, I this is not this is not even on a diet or anything. I was just trying to hit my calorie targets, and this is like a, a challenge itself. And I was thinking, well, do I have color? Um, I, and, then, and then I, I created over time, I created strategies and I felt sometimes guilty for having some color. And it's exactly like, it was like, why did I have to feel guilty? I didn't have to feel guilty. I could have had that piece of color. If I had that piece of color, I wouldn't have felt guilty and overeaten that meal or the, the day after. But then I realized actually, wait a sec, carbohydrates aren't bad for you. Where have I heard that from? It's like, who told me that carbohydrates was bad? And that's just all you see on social media. So it's important that you do unfollow anyone who does classify these type of foods and you've got to follow a small amount of people that you trust and just follow their advice. I'm hoping that I am one of them, you know, um, because I'm not here for the quick fix. There's no, if you work with me, don't expect to get a result in two weeks. It's going to be taking a few months for you. But if you put the hard work in, if you won, it's going to be a lot easier for you because you're able to have carbohydrates. You're allowed to have color. Two, you're going to be learning so much so that if you're in a position a few months' time, you're you know what you need to do. You don't need to. You're not going to be going in circles and circles. You know your knowledge. And three, I mean, you actually have a long-term approach. You're not going to work for a month on this quick fix, and then a month's time, you're like, well, I'm back to square one. You actually got to see results, and that's why working with a coach in a long-term same way, not just a program or a diet thing. That's a short-term thing. Now. Some people may just want the quick fix, and I get that, but I just don't think, I just don't see many benefits in that, and mentally, I don't see the many benefits of that, because you're restricting food, you probably say no to all social events. I understand being disciplined for a few months and having um, strong habits, but you've got to learn how to be flexible, because when you do that in a year's time, you're able to say yes to these events, and have a good understanding of how you can balance those foods, instead of just saying, go in that circles. So... This is quite a strong podcast. That's something I'm against any type of diet. I get being carried targets. I get hitting targets. I get meal plan. I get recipes, all this type of thing. I'm 100% bored hitting calories, but labeling yourself to a diet for me is a short term approach. And there's no diets which includes a front at dinner, there's no diet which includes all Jewish festivals. So I know this is maybe for someone who is listening and is on a restricted diet. I mean, just stay, is this what is what you want to do? But in a few months' time, this may be a learning experience for you, and you'll get back to square one and be like, okay, how can I do this in a long-term approach? And you can still make amazing progress on this. You'll still make weight loss. You'll still make muscle gain, whatever your goal is, on a long-term approach. Like, okay, in a few months, I'm going to try and hit this goal. But you still every take every day as it goes. You're going to be building routines. You're going to be feeling mentally, mentally stronger, physically stronger. So there's there's benefits to that. 
This episode is probably the most like um, I wrote everything on my notes yesterday, and I was like, it's per- I've got it. I was walking, and I was like, this is perfect in my mind, and I've just put all the information in one. It's probably not the most organised episode, but um, I think it's a really important one. So maybe you may need to go back onto it, re-listen, and um, if you are currently on a restrictive diet which has labels, maybe have a little bit of self-reflection. Uh, and if you're considering one and you'd be marketed by one, trust me, if you want long, this is this is what I perfectly imagine this as being. It's two approaches. You go the, the, the fad diet, the restrictive, restrictive diet, or the long-term approach, A and B. A, the fad diet, um, you get a quick win. You will lose weight very quickly on a fad diet. That is no mistake. But and then on the right, you'll get some you'll get some wins, not as much as the put A, but you'll still achieve some wins, you'll build routine, you'll build habits, you probably won't lose as weight as A. Give it a month. That A has already crashed down, has gone up and then crashed down and back to square one. And this B person, they're seeing their wins every single week. The process is the win. And then over a year's time, A has done the same thing six times, and then person B. Well, they've achieved their goals and they feel great and they've had that long-term success win. Just have a little think, take a step back, stop looking for the quick win. Um, You can achieve a quick win on a long-term process by actually doing things, exercising, seeing the mental benefits, etc. Personally, really reflect on if you are starting your fitness journey in 2022 in January. Um, Go for a long-term sustainable approach because you'll be thanking yourself in the future. Um, and remember, if you do go with a quick win, it's going to be a learning experience for you. And at least you know now it doesn't work in three months' time and the long-term approach is the only sustainable way. So a bit of a tough one for people. If I heard this a few years ago, um, I always wanted a quick win. Um, I actually didn't do any of these things, so I'm quite grateful that I'm not in that position. Um, so I appreciate that. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's probably one of the longest episodes, actually. Is it? Um, not too bad. It's just me absolutely talking loads about why you shouldn't be doing that and um, these bad diets. So have a lovely day, and I'll see you on the next episode. 